Welcome back to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We truly believe you're made for more and have purpose in Christ. Here, everyone, all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life are welcome to dive into the Bible for godly insight on topics we all deal with to ultimately seek truth. Thank y'all so much for listening. Let's get this party started. Hi, Chosen Girl fam. Welcome back to Tell Me About It, Season 2, Episode 5. Wow. Wowza. Like, it, we've. thanks for being on this journey with us for so long. I mean, we had 25. This is our 30th episode. This is our 35. Happy episode of Archery. Happy episode of Archery. Thank you guys <laughs> for being with us this whole time. Yeah, if you're new here, I'm Liz. I'm, oh my gosh. <laughs> She's Sarah. I'm Liz. And we're so glad <laughs> Thank that you, despite our mistakes and our craziness that you are here with us. <laughs> I'm dying. I wish I could be more like Liz. Girl, is why I say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording this. It's 8.30 at night. We love you guys. Like, this is the side hustle for real. But Listen, I'm a side hustle for the Lord every day of my life. We're going to listen to this over. (laughs) So, today's topic, we're talking about being in a funk. And I'm so glad that we're clearly not in one right now. (laughs) Right? We just, we, we in something, but it ain't a funk. Yeah. But I think that being in a funk is something that's so real And um, just recently, Sarah and I were talking about what it feels like to be in a funk and how oftentimes I feel like we go through that in silence and kind of by ourselves. Yes. And because as Christians, it can be really hard to to be in a funk, but you don't want people to know that you're in a funk because you're like, I've got Jesus. I'm as happy as I can ever be. Yeah. Or Um, what's wrong with me? I've got Jesus, but I still feel this way right now. Yes. And I think it's important that we do a disclaimer here. That mental health is super important. Yes. However, clinical depression and suicidal thoughts are not categorized under the funk category. Right. And there is no shame in getting professional help. Mm -hmm. There's no shame in getting a doctor. God has provided us amazing resources Mm -hmm. to help with the battlefield that is our mind. So if that is something that is on a clinical level for you, when we're talking about being a funk, we're not taking things like depression lightly, and that's Mm -hmm. not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about, let's just define funk really quick. Because, like, it's one of those things that I'm like, I feel like the word funk itself would have trouble defining itself because it's in a funk. That's so true. Right? It's it's so, I don't know. It's crazy. I never really thought about how do we describe being in a funk. You know you're in one when you're in one. You you absolutely do. I mean, it's, it's the lens almost like in which you not only see and view life, but how you feel life. I think that's just how like I would blech. define it. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Pretty and, sure that's a Jewish term. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, I mean... This may, what I feel like I'm making no sense, but that's how it feels to me. That not only am I seeing the world around me through just a dirty glass, but I feel dirty from however, whether they're good things coming at me or bad things. Yes. Everything is just kind of coming through muted. For me, it's a lot of laziness. Mm. When I'm in a funk, I just don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. Or the, the fear of failure that if I do something Mm -hmm. that it's just a skeptical point of view of Mm -hmm. life. Um, 
Liz and I were pretty open and transparent with each other about this, like when we've had seasons of funk. Mm -hmm. And so we're just going to be open and transparent with you guys too. When I think back to particular funk seasons that I went through, I didn't have any motivation. Mm -hmm. I didn't really want to do anything. I really was just kind of introverted, which for you that know me is not not (laughs) a characteristic of Sarah, but guys like these things are real. And like I said, like, I don't know if you could classify as a sort of depression. I'm not Mm -hmm. like making light of depression whatsoever, but that's almost what it feels like in a sense. Like you may be down on yourself for something in particular, like with shame, guilt or failure, Mm -hmm. or you may be feeling that way and you have no clue why you feel that way. True. And sometimes something, there can be one, one thing that's said to you, one action, whether you did it or someone did it to you, or it may not have even involved you. That can send you, it could be the, the straw that breaks the camel's back and yes. you're like, what is wrong with me? Like what in the world? And, but I think the, the thing is to like, that we recognize that when you're in a funk. Yes. So Sarah, for you, how do you recognize, like really, when do you get to that moment that you're like, wow, I'm in a funk? I think for me, like when I think of the most recent time, it was when I, I realized it was lasting longer than a mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, we're not psychiatrists or <laughs> therapists. But, so I'm just like, what's the difference between a funk and a mood? But I feel like y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like sometimes you're just not in a good mood. And that that's okay. Just like you just got to overcome. Like day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It may be like as, as cliche as it sounds, y'all know some days it may be hormones. Yeah. Some days it may be someone rubbed you the wrong way mm-hmm. at work. Or you got yelled at, or you messed up on something, or some days you just wake up and you're like, wow, does everything I touch turn to rubbish today? Like, wow. is it, you Relatable. know, like, are we, am I okay? Mm-hmm. Like, is this okay? And, and, you know, those days, you know, it's really great to be able to laugh it off, move forward, push through, mm-hmm. overcome. But when I think back to the, one of the most predominant times that I was just kind of in a in a low place mm-hmm. was when I realized it wasn't just a mood. This was mm-hmm. like, it lasted about the span of maybe a month and a half. Yeah. And I was, I just felt like I was questioning everything. Yeah. I was kind of like, God, where are you? Mm-hmm. My foundation of faith was still there, but I had felt like my core was kind of shaken, not for any particular reason. Yeah. I didn't really want to do anything. And even when I did, my performance was mediocre at best. Mm -hmm. I had trouble, like, I mean, even like going out, being with family, you know, just kind of, I just wanted to just kind of be to myself. Right. And I don't know why. Nothing happened. Before anybody's like, oh my gosh, this is so not like Sarah. One, that season is over. We all go through times like this. If you haven't, you probably will, or you're just lying you need to yourself to live longer. <laughs> yeah, you just need to live a little bit longer. And like, I'm just getting real with you guys. Y'all see the chosen girl Sarah. Y'all see the Instagram highlight reel Sarah. And I think that it's important that you guys know, like, me and Liz are real people, mm-hmm. and we go through stuff like this. And there's no reason why. So don't be trying to think like, what happened to Sarah? Like, no. Like, I just, 
I was just down. We're just living life, and sometimes it happens. And and during my time, I was physically sick as well. Mm-hmm. I was sick for like two weeks, and so like I feel like that just kind of added to it. But I was very in self pity mode, mm-hmm. um, and I just kind of let the enemy take that and run with it. And I think that the real battlefield as always, was in my mind mm-hmm. with it. And I just kind of let myself be in that place of just solidarity and just, like, I just picture, like, a frog sitting on a lily pad and just sitting there and just croaking. Like, I'm yeah. just here. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I was. Yeah. I think it's very real that, one, that we're even ta- we're having this conversation because you're right. Like, that's literally how this is. This is. When it comes to being in a funk that you don't want to do anything. If you are, I am a weird, like, introvert, extrovert mix. You are. I love that about you. Thank you. Like, I love to be around my my friends and people, but I also love to be by myself. But for me, I realized that I was in a funk when I didn't even want to be around my people. I'm not just Mm. talking about people in general, like friends. I didn't hardly want to even be around, like, my closest people. Yeah. And at that time, at that time for me, during that that season that thankfully is long gone. Like even those people, I still wanted to just limit. And I'm like, I don't really want to talk to anybody. I just, I don't even want to go to work. I love my job. The, my main hustle that I do outside of hustling for the Lord. I love what I do. And I love that I get to use my gifts, but I didn't even want to do that. And that's when, you know, another thing that was for me is because on Enneagram, we've talked about that a couple of times, I think, especially last season, I'm a two yes. and I'm a helper and it's really easy to be empathetic and like in tune with other people's feelings, but it's really hard for twos to do that for themselves. Yes. So sometimes it's really unhealthy. I recognize this, this behavior for, for myself because I'd oftentimes don't realize that that's the road I'm headed on until I'm like really down into it. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't until I had like a really close friend be like, are you okay? You're not yourself. Yeah. And sometimes it takes that for you to realize you're like, wow, I'm not okay. And it's like you, it's like walking down, like you chose the path, the path on the left and you walked and you walked and you walked and now you're like, where Where am am I? I? Yeah. I get here. And that's kind of how I felt. And I was like, okay, you are in a funk and you don't know why. Cause it's like, you're looking at your phone the whole way down. And for me, you're looking at all the things that are going on in your life. And then suddenly you wake, you look up and you realize like, I've not been paying attention to myself. It's so funny. You brought up Enneagram cause I'm a four. And one of the characteristics of a four is we're really into our feelings Mm -hmm. and that can be great. And that can also be bad because when I recognize the funk, I, I almost re- recognized it as like a foreign object in mm-hmm. my brain, like in my thought process mm-hmm. and in the way that my heart felt because yeah. my heart was just kind of like in a weird place. Mm-hmm. And fours also, this is so embarrassing about a four, but the, and, and I'm not one of those people that is like consumed with my Enneagram, but this is one of the characteristics that is embarrassingly true about myself <laughs> that I do a lot. Fours like to feel special. Yeah, that's okay. And I love to feel special. Mm-hmm. I even love it when I go to Chick-fil-A and I ask for no pickles on my number one and they put that little special sticker <laughs> on my bag. And so I'm like, sweet. thank you, Chick-fil-A. I am special. You're so right. But like, I recognize this like foreign feeling mm-hmm. because I do not feel that way often. 
And I just like sulked in it. I was just like, there's no one else that feels the way I do right now. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just completely milked it and ran with it. And I just had to recognize that and stop, which kind of leads us to, you know, what do you do? Like, okay, you've recognized you're in a funk, right? Like, we both kind of talked about, like, the signs. And the thing is, a funk's going to be different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, I even think about my brother. He was an incredible baseball player. But he even had, like, hitting funks. Yeah. To where there were just games that would go by. And no, I'm sorry that I'm telling this, Brett. I don't know if you listen. But he would just strike out. Yeah. Like, in high school, like, and he had played baseball his whole life, and there was no rhyme or reason. It wasn't because he was a bad baseball player. He was a fantastic baseball player Mm -hmm. on a great team with great training, Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, he just had a few strikeout games. Yeah. You know? It just happens because we're human. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, guys, this can just be attack of the devil. Mm -hmm. Sometimes this can just be the pattern of life, like the circumstances that happen around you affecting what's going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can just get straight up tired because you haven't been preserving yourself. Right. I think one of the things I wrote down was what's the difference between like persevering and preserving? Wow. Because sometimes you you try to persevere through so much that you don't actually try and preserve yourself. Yes. And I think we've we've kind of touched on this a little bit previously when we talk about like loving ourselves and yes. making sure that those kinds of things don't become like and self preservation really becomes an idol. An idol like in there's our a lives. balance for there sure. Is a, there is a balance, but I think too that we begin to kind of lose ourselves in touch with ourselves when we um, sometimes it just a funk comes on. But how you are staying grounded with God is also yes. affected. Yes. And I think that not being grounded really prolongs those feelings. Yes, because I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Liz and I were having a conversation about just our most recent funks. And and these are not things that happen often. Mm-hmm. These are a couple of life instances that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But the last funk that I was in, I remember thinking, what do people do when they don't have God? And they're in a funk because literally you can say, oh, I'm so glad I have my husband when I'm feeling this way, which is true. Or you can say, I'm so glad I have my mom when I feel this way, which is great. Yes, God puts people in people's life. But like, no wonder the mm-hmm. depression and suicide rate in our nation mm-hmm. is exponentially larger than it's ever been. Because guys, like, I don't. Like, please don't read too much into what I'm saying, but y'all, we need God because our mind is a battlefield. Mm -hmm. And my heart aches for the people that do not have God when they're either in a small funk, like we're talking about today, Mm -hmm. or when they're questioning their whole existence. Right. Because our God offers hope. And side tangent, that's the importance of telling the gospel. Yeah. That's the importance of building that foundation Mm -hmm. of Christ as the core of everything that we are. Because it's unshakable. So when we are shaken and when everything around us is shaken, the core is not shaken. The foundation is not cracked. It's right. not broken. But it's easily broken when we start putting God-sized expectations um, on people yes. and things. Because people and things will And ourselves. You. Yeah, and, and especially yourselves. Don't forget that in these moments to show yourself grace. Yes. Because I think that one of the questions I had is like, how do you keep the shame of being in a funk at bay? Because I think as Christians, like one one thing is like for a long time it was kind of taboo to talk about like mental health yes. and faith. Yes. And it's just like God will fix it. 
And once again, as always, we're like, we're not medical professionals, but I don't believe that you should not seek actual medical professional help if you are in something that's more, way more than just a quick, short, seasonal funk. Um, but I, how do you get rid of that shame? It's hard. Yeah. When when you never when you don't have that op- that open conversation, or if it's not a conversation that your family even has. Yes. I get it. I don't feel like growing up we really talked about mental health. Um, no. I'm the youngest of five, and I'm like I was the last one. So, <laughs> um, what do what do you do? What do you do to to remind yourself who's who's in control and how to kind of turn? It's like turning on a light out of a, like you're in stuck in a closet along the yes. hallway. Where do you find the light to, to turn on to see? I think that, that one thing that I think that I had to do, and y'all, this is so hard when, you, when you're actually living in it, is act on what you know to do despite of how you feel. Mm-hmm. Because during a funk, you don't feel like praying. You don't mm-hmm. feel like doing anything productive yeah you're very inward you're very lazy you're very like and this is just me this is my funk your funk may be completely different but I remember there was a verse that someone a Sunday school teacher somewhere down the line had helped me memorize mm-hmm. it was Galatians 6 9, 6 9 don't grow weary in doing good because you're going to reap a harvest in due time mm-hmm. and I remember thinking wow like Sarah just Keep praying. Just keep doing what you know to do. And listen, it is okay to not always be at the top of your game. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have tired moments where I'm not at the top of my game. And I love what you said earlier about when do you preserve and when do you persevere? Because there's some moments that I feel God saying, girl, stick with me, just push through. Mm-hmm. And there's some moments, like I, literally two weeks ago, God was like, you said yes to so many things this week. And I feel like that's all he had to say. <laughs> I was like, yes, Lord, I know I overdid it. Thank you for that. I will do better next time. Like <laughs> That is so real, though, because we're, I feel like we're yes people. We, we love, are yes we love, people. Uh, guys, real talk, we're just we're people pleasers. Yes. I'm like, I always hate to say that because it makes me like feel like I'm weak for admitting that I like to please people. But at the same time, you know, it, it can be very help, healthy and it can be very helpful. Like, why be somebody that's just like trying to rock the boat? But with that, sometimes it can be really dangerous to like getting us in trouble and not having enough rest. Yes. Or creating enough time for ourselves, especially me, once again, as a two, I will, I'm literally the helper. I love to say yes to everything. And then I'm here, I am depleted and I'm like, it's good. Take the last bit of energy I have yes. anyway. Let me just squeeze a little bit more time out. Yeah. So to, not for myself, but to, but to be serving others or right. not disappointing others or whatever. I totally feel that mm-hmm. on so many levels. So I think, boundaries. Like preventing a funk and and what do you do when you're in the midst? I think that you have to like have a come into Jesus meeting with yourself, with your heart, mm-hmm. and realize where you are. Realize that it's okay to not be on top of your game in mm-hmm. a culture that promotes hustle and success mm-hmm. over everything. And also, I'd be careful who who you let in. I think that. I think that it's important to be vulnerable with people, but also I'm not going to shout from the rooftops 
on my Instagram, like, y'all, I've been having a really hard time. Yeah. I want the people in my life who I know genuinely care about me to be praying for me, to be in the gap with me, Mm -hmm. and who won't judge me for it. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's this desire that comes with being in our culture for everyone to know everything about us, Mm -hmm. and they don't have to. Mm -mm. It's completely okay to have things that are just you and God, you and your accountability partner in God, you and your spouse in God, Mm -hmm. and that's completely fine. So... Ask for help where where help is needed. Ask for prayer. Keep doing what you know rather than what you feel. Yes. And so I, you said something earlier while we were talking. Mm-hmm. Routine is so important. Yes. I, th- I think that, like, for me, I really realized when I was in such a funk, even, like, with God, when I wasn't doing my routine with Him. Yes. Just, like, you have your routine with calling your best friend or talking to your parents. I was getting out of that routine with God as well. And that would just what you said, that's when I realized, regardless of how I feel, I need to do it anyways. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that like the first time you read a scripture that God is going to send a beam of light from heaven. No. And you're just going to feel magical and better because sometimes you pray and you're like, wow, I feel like my prayers just hit the ceiling right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes it feels that way. But God always hears. Yeah. God always sees our faithfulness. Regardless of how we feel. Yes. And something else, guys, when you're in a funk, like we said, there could be no rhyme or reason to it. Mm -hmm. There could be, the circumstances around you could be crystal clear Mm -hmm. and everything could be going good and you still feel this way. So that tells me that it's internal, Mm -hmm. right? And that means it's in our minds. Yeah, because that's where we feel. That's where the the hub of everything we think mm-hmm. is happening. And I just wanted to remind you of a verse that we covered a few weeks ago. Second Corinthians ten five says that we have authority in Jesus' name over our thoughts. Amen. And if you are going to a dark place in your mind, cut it off. The devil loves to attack you when you're by yourself. Yes. So when he loves to, when you're isolated, when you're feeling alone, that's prime time. Because there's no one there to speak. No one knows what you're thinking. Yes. And there's no one to debate. And there's no one to almost like defend, but the, but Jesus. Yes. And so that's me. I think it's so important that when you are beginning to feel that way, to just be able to recognize those feelings in yourself. I'm not, I'm, we're not here to condemn you for feeling that way or no. however, or whatever it is. But I think it's important that we are aware of yes. sometimes when we are even under spiritual warfare. With our minds. Yes. I mean, that it can really play a part. And guys, I'm about to be straight up real with y'all. Like, this is, in my opinion, pathetic. Mm-hmm. I'm really disappointed in myself for what I have done. So it, was, it wasn't that long ago. I was scrolling, and I don't know, am I the only one that gets in a funk with, like, outfits? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be real. We're all women here. We can be real with each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get in a funk with, I, why have I forgotten how to fix my hair? Have I, like, am, am I, like, like down on myself for my looks right now? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you question, do I look good? Am I pretty? Am I good enough? Mm-hmm. All those questions. And I was scrolling through Instagram, and I happened upon an account that I thought that the girl had the cutest outfit I'd ever seen on. And she had beautiful long hair, and she had adorable dimples Mm -hmm. and everything on her Instagram looked perfect. And I instantly wanted to go to my Amazon account and buy self tanner and teeth whitener 
And I wanted to buy some clothes that looked like hers. And I wanted to go wash my hair and make my hair look good. But I felt so down on myself. Mm-hmm. Not because anything reflected of my beauty, but because in my mind I had convinced myself that she was better and that I was not better. Mm-hmm. And I vocalized this to my husband, Hunter, and he goes, are you kidding me? Is that what you're doing right now? Are you spending time mm-hmm. on the couch doing that? Is this what you're doing? And I instantly, and he said that not to condemn me, but just no. to give me like a wake up call. Like that's what we need to do for ourselves. Guys. Like, is this what we're doing right now? Mm-hmm. And y'all, I'm embarrassed to admit that because, like, I am not so shallow of a person that my looks mean that much to me. No, but we're still human. Yes, we're still human. And I will be completely honest, I didn't wash my hair the next day because I was like, I'll show myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real, though. But I yes. think we do, we, you know, we always talk about community here. We need a community of people. We need that inner circle who's going to say, like, they did for me. You're not acting like yourself. Yes. What is wrong? Yes. Like, it's time for you to do some soul searching. Like, Sarah, I know that that's not you. Like, let's and, snap and out so of it. your husband. Like, hello? Like, yes. girl, are you kidding me right now? Look at you. You're fine. Girl, go ahead with your bad self. Thank Sometimes you. You need, you need a pep talk. Sometimes you, you make sure that you have those people in your life. Yes. And... I think it's really, sometimes it's easy to find ourselves in seasons. You don't, it doesn't happen overnight. It's just slow progress, like progression. Yeah, we can find ourselves in a season with people who aren't the ones that are going to help pull us out of those funks. And guys, I was literally just about to warn against that. You stole the words right out of my mouth, girl. Be careful mm-hmm. who you surround yourself in because some people want to be in the funk with you. Mm. And they want to stay there and they want to camp out there and they want to have a pity party. And they will get upset with you when you want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Be careful who you camp with mm-hmm. in that place in yeah. your mind. But y'all, we have authority over our thoughts through the name of Jesus. We can shut it down, turn mm-hmm. on the worship music, get with that friend, start writing. I, this is something that I did. And I told Liz, I did this for like a week and I didn't feel anything until mm-hmm. like after a week. But I wrote down something I was thankful for every day. Yeah. And I felt so dumb doing that. I'll be, I'll be honest with y'all. I felt like, what good is this doing? Mm-hmm. And it did. Yeah. It just was so seed in my heart while you, I was doing that. You need that. Yes. I also want to share just one of the verses that um, I wouldn't necessarily say that this was the verse that got me through the last funk I was in. But it's always been like a constant verse for me. And it's Romans 8, 28. And we know that for for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. And I say that because I know it helps me recognize truth in those times of like darkness. I know that I love the Lord. And I know that he's working things together for good. So regardless if I'm in a funk or not, he knows that I'm here. And I'm here with purpose. Yes. Because now looking back, if I hadn't been in that most recent funk, especially, I wouldn't be able to talk about it now. And help you guys through it and help me through it. I wouldn't realize that this is something that's going to happen again in my life. Because it just will. Like, we all get in funks every now and then. Especially, you know, it's winter and seasonal depression is a real thing. I'm not saying I have depression, but like, sometimes a lot of external factors can really impact how we feel internally. Yes. But like for me, knowing that God sees me and he's still doing good, even when I feel bad and that 
his purpose is above everything. Yes. That's what helped get me that mindset constantly coming back to those realities and that truth is what helped me. And if your funk is circumstantial, I love that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the Mm -hmm. evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. You may not feel God. You may not see God, but that does not discount the fact that he is always there. Right. He will never leave. And, you know, the Bible says if we draw near to him, he'll draw near to us. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I feel like my prayers are hitting the ceiling, I'm like, when's the last time I drew near? Yeah. It's not God. It's me. Mm -hmm. And when it's time, you know, once again, do it. Invest in that relationship with Christ anyways. When you're in that funk, just be intentional. It's You're not going to want to, but it'll pull you out like nothing else. Like, yes. read your Bible. You'll never Turn on your worship it. music. Yes. I remember I was in college, and um, I, wor- I was working like 45 minutes away from where I um, went to school, and K-Love was doing their 30-day challenge. Yes. And I said to myself, me and my naive dumb self, I was like... Uh, I don't know if it'll really make a difference, but I'll be intentional about listening to at least one Christian song every day. Yeah. Would you believe, I was, of course you would believe, like it completely changed how I felt that whole month. Yeah. Anyways. Like, For sure. I feel like it helped my day. It would just always was like that uplifting point of my day. Yes. So if listening to one single song over the course of one month can change my perspective, what would happen if I spent five intentional minutes in prayer. Wow. Like actually like diving into God's word, regardless of how I felt, regardless of how I felt, if I was having a bad day, if I wanted to listen to something else, I made sure every day for 30 days, I listened to something that like pointed me back to Christ. And I think it's the same thing that we have to be intentional. And it doesn't mean that you'll never get in a funk by doing it. Right. But it is a, it's like that, um, it's kind of like your like Hansel and Gretel, like your trail of crumbs to get back to where yes. you need to be. <laughs> and, and you put in, like, you'll get out what you put in. It's yeah. it's reaping and sowing, guys. And, and just to encourage you again with the verse that we opened with, don't grow weary in doing good because mm-hmm. in the end it will produce a harvest in due time. Yeah. Amen. That's all we got today, guys. We're out of time, but we are always here for you. Feel free to DM us on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. Email us your prayer request. We'd love praying over you guys. Um, make sure that you write this, screenshot it, post it on your Instagram, and you'll be entered in to win a t-shirt and a decal for the month of March. So, yeah, um, yeah we should have posted the winner for April already. Oh, my gosh, for April, for February. <laughs> I don't know my name today. I don't know what month it is. Lord help me. But we'll post the winner every single month. So y'all make sure to do that. Um, we appreciate you guys so much. Make sure to check out our free Bible study on mm-hmm. our app and on our website, let Free us know for what download. You think. Yes, we would love your feedback. We would love to know if you've done the study with a group or by yourself. So let us know. And we hope you'll have a great week. Yeah, we're, we love you guys. We're praying for you. And just remember that if you're in a funk, there's there's hope. You can get out of it. God is the light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Run and you're not it. alone. This yeah, is not never. your life. This is just a season. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Ladies, thanks so much. We love you. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday. See you guys. Bye. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of our Chosen Girl community. Make sure you subscribe, screenshot, and even tag us on Instagram so we can share in the love with you guys. We love you. We are praying for you. And we truly believe that God has more for you. See you all next Tuesday.